Welcome to Nausea Reviews. This is Brian, your host, and today we're going to watch... Watch? We're going to talk about Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. So, a long, long time ago, this movie came out in 2000 and... Where are you? What does it tell me? 2010. I don't know when I actually watched it. By the time I watched it, it was on Netflix. I don't know if it got any other releases or anything like that. But I was scrolling through IMDb some point and saw maybe like two scenes of this movie from the beginning. Uh, Dale with a scythe giggling. And I'm like, I need to watch that movie someday. And then I totally forgot it existed for uh, I don't know how much amount of time. Just totally gone. And I was probably drinking with one of my buddies. And we were scrolling through Netflix trying to find something. And we scroll across this movie. And I'm like, scroll onto that one real quick. And then it flashed to that scene with Dale like in the little preview clips and I'm like yeah we're gonna have to watch that tonight because I've been wanting to see that for a long long time ever since I saw that little clip wish I knew the time frame have no clue what the time frame is but I watched it and I loved it and I still love it that's why I asked for it for Christmas weird how that works anyway there's three well there's two actors and an actress that I know in this movie and the rest I haven't seen in anything else as far as I can tell but by far the most famous actor in this movie is Alan Tudyk he's in he was the robot and Rogue One, which I don't really care about Rogue One, but he was pretty good as a robot. I like the robot. I like the main character too. I just not a huge Star Wars fan. I mean, I've seen them all, but I'm not a huge fan. And then he's the pilot, I believe, in Firefly and Serenity. I haven't seen Firefly, even though I want to, because I like Nathan Fillion as well. But I've seen the movie version or the movie cap or whatever the movie was trying to do. I used to remember what the movie was trying to do, but I haven't watched it in so many years. He's also the robot in iRobot. Another fun one. Uh, probably his best movie ever is Knight's Tale. I don't know why I like A Knight's Tale so much, but I do. And he's hilarious in it. Always flogging um, Paul Bentley. And I'm sure he's in like... Oh, there's one other thing that he's in, and it has to do with Nathan Fillion. So Nathan Fillion was in... Santa Clarita Diet, and Alan Tudyk replaces him, his character, in the third season, and then they cancel the show because they're a bunch of assholes. I can't ever have anything I like because Santa Clarita Diet is definitely worth binging, just so you know. Timothy Oliphant's hilarious, and Drew Barrymore is still hot and hilarious. Their kid is funny too. It's a good show. I love that show. Anyway, Alan replaces Nathan in the third season, and they give an explanation on why there's a switch. I don't know what the switch was because of, but at least they give an in-universe reason for the switch. And I'm not going to say anything else because spoilers and junk. The next person to talk about on this list, I'm not going to be able to say his last name properly. Taylor Labin, maybe? He's one of the doc- he's the- he's the doctor that first gets sick in Rise of the Planet of the Apes, and he pukes- on, or he spits up blood on people. He's also in Panic Room, literally. There was two reasons I watched, Pan well, three. It's a horror movie, and it had this guy in it, because I knew him from this movie, and I didn't really recognize him in Planet of the Apes until later. And my brother knows him from a TV show that I can't remember the name of, because I don't watch TV shows. I'm a movie guy. Certain TV shows, though, like Ash vs. Evil Dead. Just watched the first part of the season the other day, because I needed background noise. Um... And the other reason I watched that movie was because of the lady from True Blood, the virgin vampire, whatever her real name is, whatever. I liked her in True Blood. She was alright in this. The movie was just terrible. I mean, it was great. It didn't start in a stupid spot. Now, the other, or the actress in here that I, I know from anything is Katerina 
Bowden, Bowden, something like that. And she's in Sex Drive. She's the reason that there is a Sex Drive. And I can't say anything else because, you know, you should go watch Sex Drive. We already talked about it in the Grizzly Maze. Go watch it. It's funny. And she's also in Piranha 3DD or 3DD, which is the boobier version of Piranha 3D. If you want to see a porn star parasailing get her legs eaten off by Piranha, go for it. If you want to see the fat kid from Stand By Me get his dick eaten off by mutant piranhas, fucking go for it. It's a terrible movie. Watch the second one, The Spawning, instead. It's got Lance Hendricks in it and James Cameron directed it. Fucking go watch that one instead. I'm not biased. Shut up. First one's okay, too. Second one's where it shines. Third one sucks. Although it does have Richard Dreyfuss in the beginning, and that's always fun. Alright, so the summary of this movie would have to be some hillbillies get a vacation home and some college kids go to party and there's a misunderstanding and some things go down and some funny happens and some murder happens. Is it a good movie? Fuck yeah, it's a good movie. Tons of practical gore. They're pretty good at keeping the characters just out of sight of what's actually happening so there can still be a miscommunication throughout the entire movie. They point out that miscommunication and it's worth it because one of the characters is studying to be a psychologist so that gets brought up. All in all, it's good fun. And when you got Hillbilly Alan Tudyk yelling at college kids, that's always fun to see. I'll explain more about their characters when we start the overview. But just know that there's stereotypical college kids and there's some pretty lovable hillbillies that get thrown into a situation. So let's start this spoiler section review thing because I'm excited to talk about this movie. So we open up on a reporter going into a crime scene without permission because, you know, whatever the awards are for investigative journalism, blah, 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 is her reason. And the cameraman's like, we probably shouldn't do this. Then she gets pinged in the head with a fucking lead pipe and he gets murdered somehow. And then we cut to three days ago. We got college kids driving. We have Allie, who is the most sensible one of the group and she's just off by her own doing her own thing in other words she's not a prep we got chad the ultra douche who is a prep and a fucking douchebag jason he's one of those guys in there naomi i'm assuming is the one that annoys me at the end of the movie chloe is the bimbo blonde chuck is just there no chuck is driving that's who he is todd is just there and then mitch is a goth kid don't worry two of the people i just said are important the rest aren't then the hillbillies pass them and they they just stare into their vehicle like real creepy really creepy hillbillies kids realize they forgot to beer but they didn't forget the weed so it's all good you know who has the weed it's the goth kid and the white rapper kid todd's the white rapper kid oh jason's that one sorry i just figured out who jason was but i can't tell you until later so they're at the gas station and the hillbillies are there first and you can tell that the kids are creeped out and uncomfortable just by the hillbilly gas station which yes it can be weird going to a hillbilly gas station you're like who's gonna steal me and eat me i get it but those are just stupid thoughts you got pushed down these college kids don't push that shit down (laughs) dale is staring at allison because reasons and it freaks her out which is correct but he does get a six pound bag of bag six pound jar of pickled eggs that he's really excited about tucker and dale are talking out at the truck because they're getting shit to go to their vacation home to fix it up so they're just out there and this is the scene that i saw in that preview and it has dale with scythe that's taller than he is and tucker's like hey man they're just people go talk to them dale's shy and nervous about it and tuck's like man just talk to her you're good looking more or less And you got a good heart. That's two things right there. And he couldn't think of anything else. Because it's funny. Just smile and laugh. It's going to be okay. Hey, it doesn't go that well. 
because he smiles and laughs like a psychopath with a fucking scythe and all he's trying to do is like hit on this girl and they're all freaking out chad does some karate moves and scares him off and we got a, a sad dale kids drive off dale's sad so tuck and dale are on the road again and tuck throughout most of this movie is trying to build up uh dale's confidence telling him how he needs to not be so hard on himself because he's he's worth it he's He's worth being alive, basically. I mean, it's not that deep, but that's basically what he's doing. But they see a cop and drop the beer and they get pulled over because of a taillight. And it totally looks like Dale's giving uh, Tuck a beach because when he pops back up after trying to get the beer, his shirt like rips open. It's pretty funny. The cop's like, what are you fucking doing? They're like, we're going to my vacation home. I just bought it. Cop's like, there's nothing up there but pain and suffering on a scale you can't even imagine. So they get there and it's a shithole, but they fucking love it. It's a fixer-upper and a half, and they're ready to go. Inside that cabin, of course it's a cabin, it's not just a house, there's creepy bone art and newspaper articles, but they don't seem to notice. I mean, they notice the bones and they're like, must have been some kind of collector. And all the articles, all they find on the articles is a never-expiring coupon for chili dogs i believe so they don't notice any of the red flag but tuck pushes his arm up against a beam and it it tilts sideways and this nail board flies out and almost fucking stabs him in the head so they're like we're gonna have to fix that later can you guess what happens i'm gonna guess that they don't fix that until uh it becomes a problem can't blame them probably would have done the same thing so we're at the kids campsite and chad wants to tell a true scary story it was 20 years ago today. Some hillbillies killed some college kids, just like us. One of them was my mom, and she got away. And then Jason, I think, comes up and is like, y'all want to go skinny dipping? And Chuck's like, yeah, I do, but I'm not getting naked because I'm a bitch. Don't say you want to go skinny dipping if you're not going to get fucking naked. Be there with your clothes on. Don't get excited if you're not going to get naked. Just because the bimbo blonde has big fake tits. Calm it down. You've seen them before. You're college kids. Tangent over. Let's go to the lake where... Dale and Tucker are fishing, and they're just talking to each other like friends do. Or there's one beer left, and Dale goes for it, and Tuck's like, that's mine. I get the last one. But then Tuck's like, you need to stand up for yourself. And he goes to stand up for himself twice, and Tuck's like, don't even think about it. So he's throwing off some mis mixed messages. Uh, I do that all the time. Uh, just to fuck with my friends. They do it back. It's mutual. We're not going to kill each other someday. Don't you worry about it. So Chad and Allie are still at the campsite where all the kids went to the water. And Chad's like a dickhead that doesn't care about others with a some kind of complex. I'm not read up on enough to know which one it is, but he definitely has one. Allie's like, yeah, I'm not a piece of shit like you, and I don't want to fuck you. So I'm going to go to the lake all by myself, and you can stay here and play with your dumb axe. Back to the lake. The kids finally make it there, and uh, Tuck is trying to peep on him, as you do. And Dale's like, you're not supposed to be a peeping Tom. Then they see Allie on the rocks getting mostly naked. And, and Dale yells Tuck's name, which scares her, and she falls into the water and cracks her head on something. And they're like, what the fuck? It's like, you were being a peeping Tom. That's not cool. And then, you know... They jump in and save her. Well, Dale jumps in and saves her. Tuck tries to steer the boat, kind of. And then the kids see that, and instead of, you know, going to help, they run off scared, and Tuck's like, We got your friend! But he meant it as in, like, Come get your friend! We got your friend! But they read it as, They're gonna kill her! You know what I'm saying. Fucking Texas Chainsaw up in this bitch. Tuck's like, Why the fuck are they running away? He doesn't cuss. I did. Back to the kids. They tell Chad that Allie got captured and not saved. And, uh, yeah, he's playing throw the axe into the tree which hey if i had an axe i'd try to throw it into a tree if i was camping back to the cabin we have Allie, who wakes up confused and scared she's getting stared down by a one-eyed dog that looks tough 
Dale comes in with pancakes and she's freaking out and he doesn't understand because he's all nervous and shy and shit. And he's like, you don't like pancakes. I'm going to get you something else. And he goes out of the room to make her some other food. And she's real fucking confused. Back to the college kids. <sighs> fucking Chuck is like, I saw one of them eating her face off. And it's like, no, you fucking didn't. You didn't see Jack and or shit. You fuck. So they want to call the cops. Chad's like, no, we got to kill him ourselves because I'm already a psycho. But they let Chuck go for help because Chad's like, I don't want to listen to you anymore, you whiny bitch. So they find the cabin randomly. But then we cut to Dale and Allie. And, and Dale tries to explain what happens, but he's all shy and nervous about it, which I totally get it. Super attractive lady. You stumble your words a bit. Don't be judging. It just happens. She's pretty annoyed that her friends just left her, but she calms down. Jangers is the name of the dog, by the way. And he's just, he's as tough as a marshmallow. You can pat him on the nose. I fucking love Jangers. <laughs> She's like, what's your name? And then he's like, Ducker. <laughs> he says a bunch of different versions of ta He says tail. <laughs> Tucker and Dale mix together before he finally gets out. Dale, I'm Dale. And she's like, you got anything to do around here, Dale? And he's going to pick stuff up because it's a, you know, it's a guy place, so it's dirty as shit. And they just got there. And as soon as she says that, he's like, you like board games? And she's like, yeah, I like board games. And he just flips shit and goes and gets a board game. He likes Trivium. That's his favorite board game. So the goth kid draws the short straw and has to go talk to the rednecks. And about this time, uh, Tuck is chainsawing a log and he accidentally chainsaws it to a bee's nest. And he starts running because he's getting stung in the face. And then that makes the kid run. And then they're neck and neck. And the kid's like, why are you running past me if you're trying to kill me? And then he's not paying attention. And he stabs himself through the chest with a branch on a fallen tree. And Tuck's like, doesn't even know he's dead. He just saw him run. And then he ran off because he's getting stung by bees. But all the college kids are like, they fucking killed him. And they left him here as a sign to stay the fuck away. And it's like, mm, you could... You could have watched your friend run off and see what happened instead of not doing that, you pieces of shit. Fair. Can't really have a movie if we don't do this. Whatever. Where was I? Running and stabbing? Okay. So Dale kicks her ass at that game because he's got a brain thing where he's dumb as a stump, but he remembers everything he ever heard. And now he's like, hey man, you're not dumb then. And there's a difference between intellect and intelligence or some shit she says to try to make him feel better so they're bonding in other words Allie wants to be is going into psychology <laughs> dale doesn't know what they do but she wants to be a therapist that works on miscommunication wink wink she's like i have a stupid dream dale's like dreams are not stupid and then she goes to talk about it and she's leaning back and dale's like no 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 and she's like yeah it's a stupid dream dale's like no you just would have died if you'd hit that beam and she's like oh, okay Tuck comes in and he is stung to fucking heaven on his face. And he is pissed off that Dale's not helping when he should be helping. He thought that the goth kid was running because of the bees, not because of the chainsaw. Because, hey man, that happens. And Dale pulls, uh, we need to keep this girl in the house longer. Because I think, or because I'm having a good time move. Every guy does it, making excuses for her to stay. And this excuse is, she was going to go talk to her friends, which one would have solved the whole problem uh but he's like no nah, we'll go talk to him it'll be fine i'll be your knight in shining armor type situation and then tuck goes along because tuck knows what's up too chad still wants to kill everybody but they hide when the the hillbillies come to find him tucker and dale leave a note on a log because they just yelled college kids they didn't say anything because they were just trying to get their attention because once again tucker and dale don't know that they think that uh they're psychos so they they just carve into the log in capital letters we got your friend they didn't put the accent on i was just like saying it like tuck and it looks bad i'll give them that it looks bad the kids think it's a warning when it's totally an invitation to come get your kid or your friend 
Back at the cabin, Tuck is throwing those logs into the wood chipper. Dale's digging a shitter house hole. Allie comes out to help, and Dale's like, nah, a girl like you shouldn't be doing work like... And then she starts working, and he gets mesmerized and can't stop staring at her. She was a farm kid. She's used to this shit. But she's like, you gonna stop staring at me and start working or what? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna start working. Kids think she's digging her own fucking grave instead of actually walking up to him and talking to him. And the attack happens. White rapper kid, Todd, I think was his name, runs at Dale to try to stab him with a stick. And Allie sees and warns Dale and Dale turns around fast, hits Allie in the face with a shovel that he had around his shoulder, knocks her out, and then he falls into the hole. And then Todd trips on a root or something and he flies into the hole and stabs himself in the stomach and slides down the pole right onto Dale. And Dale starts, you know, crying when the blood hits him because... Dale's like the sweetest, gentlestest thing in the planet, and he's freaking out. Hey, but we're not done. Jason, I think, just basically goes to stab Tuck, but jumps headfirst into the wood shepherd. Uh, nobody sees what really happened. They just see Tuck looking like he's shoving the kid into the wood chipper instead of trying to pull him out, but the kid's stuck. We'll get to that later. Uh, at this point, Tucker and Dale are in the house freaking the fuck out and blaming each other and blaming other things on why this is happening to them in a pretty reasonable way. Then Tuck's like, it's a suicide pact. And then Dale's like, maybe they're trying to kill Allie because the kid was running at him and they're stupid. So they don't know they're trying to kill the hillbillies. Now all of the college kids are freaking out because they think that two of their friends just got murdered. You know, except for Chad. Chad's a psycho. But Chuck's back with the cops and uh, Tucker and Dale are unsticking the kid from the wood chipper. The cop rolls up right when they're carrying him across the lawn. And the cop goes into the house with them to listen to their story and unfortunately puts his arm on that damn beam and gets uh, several 16 penny nails to the brain. He staggers on out. Tuck's like, oh, he's going to walk it off. He gets to the cop car, goes to radio for help, rips the thing, rips the speaker out of the radio and just fucking passes out dead. I don't know why I said pass out. He fucking dies. And then Chuck, all the kids except Chad are in the back and Chuck's in the front because Chad's like in the woods being a psycho. He's watching, by the way. Chuck picks up the cop's gun and goes to shoot the hillbillies and Dale's like, you got to turn the safety off on the side there. And I don't know anybody that's been that bad at turning the safety off on a gun before. Shit. When I got my first gun, I knew how the safeties work already. And I don't have a lot of guns, you guys. It's not a hobby of mine. I just like shooting them. It's fun. But he shoots himself in the face, which is funny in a fucked up kind of way plus chuck was a bitch he was annoying the whole time so then chad gets runs in gets the gun he starts shooting up the house and (laughs) dale hurts tucker's feelings because he's like i didn't even want to go fishing we wouldn't went fishing none of this would have happened and it it really hurt tuck's feelings but then uh chad gets the dog so jangers has a gun to his head so tuck has a good idea and is like hey you distract him with this nail gun i'm gonna go around the back and free the dog so he starts shooting the shit out of him with a nail gun And Tuck gets the dog to go, but then they notice Tuck. And Tuck's like, it is a beautiful day for a run, don't you think? And he starts running, but uh, the college kids uh, track him or catch him and knock him out. And they string him up upside down by his legs. And they chop off his bowling fingers and they they put him at the cabin. And Allie goes and gets the fingers. And it has a note that says, we got your friend now. Come get him. And Dale has to go get Tuck, because obviously he's going to go get Tuck. But Allie finally goes outside and sees all the death around everybody when she gets the fingers. So she actually knows what's happening now, a little bit. And uh, Allie doesn't think he should go because of the miscommunication. And she apologizes that they 
judge them like creepy psychos when they first saw him. Dale blames himself, of course, but Allie's like super duper sorry. She's actually sorry. She's not fake sorry. Like, you know, whatever Chad says to himself at night. Tuck is the center of a booby trap. It's a good thing Dale's not hung about like a bear because he almost gets his dick speared off. Almost. So back into the cabin while they're gone, Chad and, uh, Naomi, Naomi, I think, sneak in. And this is why I hate her so much. Because Allie's being really casual and like, why are you whispering? It's all good. This is their their summer home. They're just trying to fix it up. All this stuff that's actually real. And the dumbass college kid is like, I read about this in my sociology class. She has Stockholm Syndrome. And it's like, did you take a class on Stockholm Syndrome? No. Then shut your fucking mouth. But Chad's like, do you love them? And he freaks out. I hate that lady so much. Chad's a psycho. But come on now. She's just dumb. But Tucker and Dale come back in and Allie's like, we need to do a therapy session. And we learn that Chad can't have chamomile tea because it fucks with his asthma. Hint, hint, wink, wink. The session starts and Chad is hillbilly racist because of that story he told where his mom was in a mental institution because all of the kids died, all of the old college kids died, except for the mom who was institutionalized. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Dale's like, I didn't do that. I'm sorry that that happened, but I can't even hurt a fucking fish. So it wasn't me. And they might have just been able to make a breakthrough, but the two other dumb kids show up and break in. Because they think that all the kids are trapped even though they're sitting down having tea. So they break in with a weed whacker and instead of hitting anybody that he tried to hit, he hits Naomi in the face with a weed whacker. So she's down for the count. Chad goes axe happy but misses Dale's face. Good. And then the blonde bimbo chick, the guy with the weed whacker gets lit on fire a little bit. And they're like, put it out. And she goes to throw water on him but she picked up paint thinner and turpentine instead and just splashed it on him after the hillbillies told him told her not to use that and it lights the whole place on fire and Allie, tucker and dale get out of there before the explosion happens i mean it doesn't blow up the cabin but it it shoots fire out the windows it's pretty fun uh the only survivor of the college kids that are left because Allie's a hillbilly now so she doesn't count is a uh, burn up scary ass fucking chad so they get up in that pickup truck and they're going and Dale forgets to look forward and slams into a tree. But when they wake up, Allie is gone. Uh, Tuck gives Dale a pep talk like, You ain't as bad looking as you think you are. Plus, remember when we were kids and we used to go catch frogs? And I always said I let you in? Well, I didn't. I just sucked worse than you. Pep talk over. Dale goes, with Jangers, to the beginning of the movie, which is a lumber mill. And uh, Chad has tied Allie to a giant table saw, or whatever that's called, in a lumber mill. to a giant table saw. I don't know. Uh, and he's being creepy. He's like, you need to give me a makeup kiss so I don't kill you. And she's like, yeah, about no. I'd rather die. She doesn't say that, but she don't kiss him either. Dale finally gets there and he gears up like a psycho hillbilly. He's got like a welding mask on, leg or foot spikes so you can climb a tree, giant ass chainsaws, apron, like leather apron with metal pieces on it. He's looking scary. He tries to untie the knot and then he tries to saw the knot. And then we got a fight on our hands, which is pretty good. Uh, college kid Chad gets stabbed in the leg a few times. But ultimately, what saves Allie is a lucky axe throw by Dale that just so happens to cut the rope with a perfect throw. It's a CGI perfect throw, but it's a perfect throw nonetheless. Chad starts to win a little bit, so they they run off and hide in an office, and he's trying to break in. And there's articles in this office, too, that shows that Chad's half hillbilly, you guys. I don't need to say what happened, y'all know. And they find a box of chamomile tea. Lucky for them, because Chad breaks in, 
And Dale's like, you're half hillbilly. It's okay. Actually, Allie says you're half hillbilly. That's not even a thing. You can't be half hillbilly. It's not how it works. But anyway, they throw the chamomile in his face and he starts having an anaphylactic shock response because, you know, Dale knows things. And they're like, we just need to give him his hail or he'll be fine. And he falls to his not death because we saw the beginning of the movie. So Tuck's in the hospital and he's on prescription medication and they reattached his fingers they got the blonde bimbos for his uh, ring finger he can almost tell the difference but he's real high and dale has a bowling date with Allie. so on this date she gets a helmet as a present because remember they're stupid and they think that she's clumsy even though they're the reason she got knocked out albeit on accident but it's still not her fault so they start making out because they're a couple now and he tells one of his hillbilly friends the same thing that tuck told him and this causes him to go ko some random lady in the bowling alley and just take her away just straight up kidnap this girl woman and Allie's like we should help and Dale's like we should make out instead but you know it's a comedy so they make out until the credits roll and that was Tucker and Dale vs. Evil pretty good one I'd have to say it's hopefully it's on Netflix still so everybody can go watch it that most people have Netflix it's probably on Prime too I don't know I own it now so I don't have to worry about that anymore but I don't have anything planned for next week I will post on socials that are in descriptions when I figure it out. I'll probably figure it out tomorrow. Who knows? Anyway, hopefully y'all have a good week and I will talk to you next week. Bye.